Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, welcome to uh, this edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. We're closing in on the end of April 2017. It's been a crazy year. Prices have continued to go up and it's really interesting when you're getting into offer situations, you're obviously constantly running into multiple offer situations. Properties in our market, in the Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo market, on average are selling somewhere between 102% to 110% of their list price. That's just on an average. So we're seeing some crazy things happening out there in terms of you know where some of these prices are going. The other day I saw a house listed for $599. It sold for $801 right here in Cambridge. I mean, it's crazy. It's pretty wild. Now, it's funny. I was on the MLS the other day. And I was uh, noticing that even though, you know, we're doing so well in this area in terms of, you know, uh, sales to list price ratio, the 800-pound gorilla in the room is Niagara Falls. Falls, they're selling on average year-to-date at 134.8% of list. It's crazy. Really, really high. Hamilton's sitting at about 120%. Who knows where this market's going to go? Now, there are some concerns that we have, obviously, in the real estate business. There is a budget coming out very shortly on the 24th of April, where the provincial government is vowing to uh, try and control the situation with uh, prices. Not sure I feel too confident about that, uh, being that they've got such a great track record of screwing things up, but they're talking about possibly putting in some sort of speculator's tax or putting in rent controls, maybe a vacant property tax. Who knows what what they're going to do here. But what's really interesting is read the trade magazines. We're noticing that uh, C.D. Howe is actually imploring Charles Souza, which is the Minister of Finance, not to implement any kind of tax because of what the effect that a tax had on the city of Vancouver, for example. A 40% drop in transactions, and even though foreign buyers only made up about 7%, of of the buyers. So what it did was, you know, they thought that they were, you know, kind of controlling what was feeding the, you know, the beast. And what actually ended up happening is it had a very adverse effect even on, on locals. So much so that, you know, you had people that were retirees looking to downsize. You know, obviously, you know, this new tax made their home harder to sell. And as a result, it affected its values. So, you know, obviously people putting their plans on hold in terms of downsizing. The other thing it did for people that wanted to move up, you know, they they had no inventory to buy because of this new tax, which affected the value. You know, people weren't open to selling their home. So it really put uh, the brakes on the market. I understand that Vancouver is rocking and rolling a little bit better now. But quite honestly, that particular government intervention, so to speak, had a real effect on the market. Now, the one thing that, that I've been reading about in terms of, you know, how to calm down this market, one of the things that I can clearly tell you that the issue that we're running into more than anything else is this is an inventory issue. There is simply not enough homes on the market. And from what I can tell from, you know, just some of the developers that I know in the business, they tell me that there's more and more red tape involved in developing a property. So, you know, the red tape involved in getting a, a subdivision off the ground is getting more and more difficult. You know, some of these development charges are through the roof. I mean, you go into the county of Brant, you got development charges over $40,000, ridiculous amounts of money. Well, the buck's got to stop somewhere. 
and you know obviously all these all these prices get pushed right down to the to the home buyer so you know maybe making it less you know complicated in terms of being able to develop property the other thing of course that we hear about is uh, amending zoning bylaws to allow more density we're running into you know obviously issues in terms of you know, maybe putting in dairy apartments and that sort of thing. Um, so, you know, this this would give people the ability to, first of all, utilize these larger homes that, you know, people have. And secondly, it would also help them hold on to their properties, giving them a supplementary uh, income. Now, there are some rules in place for that. But again, it's not uncomplicated, becomes a real pain in the butt, can take, you know, sometimes up to 18 months in order for you to, you know, get the approvals necessary in order to get uh, your home to be legal for that type of use. So anyway, these are just some of the things that uh, I wanted to share with you. And I guess more than anything, if you're a home buyer, I, I want to give you some advice as a home buyer and a home seller. If you're a, a home buyer, I, I mean, obviously, if prices are selling somewhere between, you know, in our market, say 110%, you got to keep that in mind when you're out shopping. You you probably have to shop somewhere between 10 and 15% below your price range because when you finally come to the mat and decide, you know, you're going to put an offer on the table, this is more than likely what the properties are going to sell for, okay? So just keep that in mind. But at the same time, try and keep a level head and, you know, if you notice a property that isn't aggressively priced, you know, give it a shot, make a, make an offer on it. What I find very interesting is some of the dynamics that have happened in the marketplace. In fact, we just had it happen last week on one of our own listings. We had a property listed for 450000 We held off offers for a week, which, you know, this is the, the name of the game these days, is to try and get the seller as much money as possible. Seven days later, we had no offers, 450000 We advised the seller to reduce his price. He reduced it down to three ninety nine and uh, hold off offers for another week. We ended up having multiple offers, and believe it or not, the property sold for 440000 Now, you look at that and you go, well, geez, you know, if, why didn't it sell for four forty when it was listed at four fifty? Folks, I don't know the answer to that question. All I know is there's some sort of auction atmosphere going on, and, and I think the buyer right now, if they're not in that atmosphere, they they somehow think they're not buying the right property. So a good real estate agent can coach you through that process. If you see something that's reasonably priced, you don't have any competition, folks, go for it. You know, the last thing you want to do, I wouldn't say the last thing you want to do because you're going to be faced with it anyway, is be in a multiple multiple offer situation. If you can avoid that at all, by all means, give it a shot. If You know, you've got somebody that's more aggressively priced. Take a shot at, the, at making an offer on it. As a home seller, Obviously, you got to keep that in mind as well. I know just the other day, listed a property and, uh, you know, again, folks, uh, sellers tend to be very traditional in saying, hey, I, you know, I, I can always come down, I can't go up. Well, folks, that, that logic in today's market doesn't work. So, you know, you're, you're best off pricing your home aggressively, okay, holding off offers for a week. Don't worry, you're not going to leave money on the table. Okay, because your agent, if he uses a 244 form to delay offers for a week, you're going to get buyers through the property. They're going to know that they're more than likely going to be in competition. And you know what, folks, it almost looks like that's what buyers want to do. So price your properties aggressively and uh, hold off offers for a week. Use the uh, 244 form and um and you know that see how uh, see where it lands. And uh, by all means, if you're if a home seller and you're looking to buy another house, Go out and buy something first. Make sure you got all your ducks in a row in terms of financing and that sort of thing. But you're going to have to find something for it because the, the way the inventory is, 
if you're selling and you need to buy something, you could end up homeless, okay? Unless, of course, you're moving into another market. Uh, you know, for us, that would be, you know, maybe the Ingersoll market or London, a little bit more inventory, a little less aggressive down there. So, I mean, that's always something to keep in mind as well. Hey, Toronto buyers have been moving to Cambridge for years. Maybe it's time for Cambridge, Kitchener, Waterloo buyers to start looking west as well. So probably not a bad idea. All right. And uh, the one final note, because it is tax time, I just wanted to remind you folks that if you sold a property in 2016, there is a new law now that you have to report the sale of your property. And that doesn't mean income property. That means your actual primary residence. You have to report it. And there is no tax implications or anything like that. But Revenue Canada wants to know that you sold the property. And uh, they're very serious about this because there could be fines of upwards to $8,000 if you don't report the sale of your property. So just go online. Uh, you can Google it. You can Google, you know, Canada Revenue Agency sale of a house. There is an actual form there that you can actually download to report the sale of your property, and um, and then you're good to go. But be sure that you do not forget to put that on your income tax uh, return if you sold a house in 2016, because you know, like I said, you you could be subject to a fine. Okay. Anyway, I I hope you enjoyed this week's show. Have any questions? Feel free to give us a call at the office five one nine six two four ninety two twenty two, and uh, we're here to help you with all your real estate and your mortgage needs. And uh, we certainly thank you for the privilege and the opportunity to uh, to serve you. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at five one nine six two four nine two 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 or walter at maximumresults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email karen at karen at maximumresults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in mary, r as in roger, financial.ca Thanks again for listening, and I hope you have a great week.